of your cultivation and training. The first one is, uh, is deep. The second one is, is uh, <coughs> penetrating and pervading. The third one is uh, illuminating. <coughs> the first one is being deep means the practice and cultivation is gone beyond your kind of a thought. So if you practice with a true and sincere heart, you cannot judge such a practice. It's Buddha practice, so it's inconceivable. It's gone beyond your understanding and comprehension. So it's called a deep, which means inconceivable. <coughs> Penetrating and pervading Good practitioners feel that from time to time. It's your practice 
spreading all over. It's all encompassing. And finally, illuminating. <clears throat> you practice, the essence of your practice is awareness. It's called lucid awareness. This awareness illuminating. It's like light. <clears throat> Buddhist practice is all about mind. We say, my mind is Buddha. My mind is truth. My mind is the way of wisdom. <clears throat> Your mind or our mind or Buddha mind is uh, too close to grasp. So you cannot grasp it. It's also very subtle. It's never still. also in constant flux. You know that. <coughs> Here, mind means it's whole, your whole consciousness spectrum. And your feelings are mind, your emotions, your perceptions, <coughs> your all cognitive activities are mind. It's all subsumed under the category of mind. But basically, when Buddhists talk about demons, Buddha mind, sometimes called awake, the presence of awakened heart. This awareness is, <coughs> is uh, <coughs> so also mind is empty and clear by nature. <coughs> uh, and when we Buddhists talk about this mind, it often refers to means Buddha mind. <coughs> and uh, awaken the heart, or awaken the wisdom heart. <coughs> and uh, sometimes called the luminous, that means it's awareness or lucid awareness. Lucid awareness is like a womb in women. Because of this womb, women can give birth to a child. Same thing, because of this womb, which is your awareness, you can, your practice can give birth to enlightenment and awakening. So the first quality, even though you sit and meditate, you know, here sitting, your body-mind sitting in silence. I mean, silence is like truth. Yeah. <clears throat> the meditation we practice is always concentration which is uh, <clears throat> it's a concentration, not contemplation. Contemplation involves the thoughts and thinking, while concentration does not involve the thoughts and thinking. 
That's why it's called, also called a deep. It's gone beyond your thoughts. It's conscious whether you are watching or following or counting your breath. So you learn to concentrate your mind. Mm. <clears throat> In other words, you try to cultivate the presence of awareness in this very moment, from moment to moment. So, and also the person, the person, here the person is body-mind, body-mind sitting in silence, body-mind being alive, being among the living, sitting in silence. So silence is true, silence is true. Uh, that delivers you free from defilements and delusion. So that's concentration in silence, which gives birth to awareness, lucid awareness. And sometimes you to see things as they really are. So it's deep, and penetrating and pervading, and illuminating. So again, the person, the embodiment of this body-mind, has to be a true person doing the true practice. So if you just come and sit and daydreaming, that's not meditation. That's daydreaming. Of course, you know, since there are different types of meditation, there's meditation practice as a relaxation and stress reduction. So you like to sit quiet, peacefully, and relax and daydream. <laughs> But uh, uh, so in this regard, daydreaming cannot be so bad because you know uh, uh, you cannot control your thoughts. It's called the monkey mind going all over. You know, mm-hmm. <coughs> they have their run. You know, <coughs> and but uh, people sit in meditation and start worrying about things. That's, that's pretty bad. You know. <laughs> so that's why I make a point. The f- very first, the very first thing you learn about meditation is peace of mind. So even for five minutes, ten minutes, you have to just sit. You have to stop worrying about things. Just means breathe. You can just sit and breathe. That's why I sometimes I keep reminding you, when your body mind sit, then your body mind sit with all insentient things, with the trees, rocks, mountains, and rivers. We say mountains and rivers <coughs> run in thousand miles. 
ageless. But host and guests, host and guests are constantly renewing. That's like a human affairs vis-a-vis -vis nature, mountains <coughs> and rivers. Of course, you know, <coughs> for the last 50 years, uh, human hands, <coughs> you know, uh, in the name of a development, <coughs> manipulated and destroyed so many mountains, and so many wetlands, and so many rivers they, you know, rerouted it. Right? So, uh, so this uh, environmental space, so your body, mind, sit in solidarity with all insentient beings, rocks and trees. That's the city. You don't just sit. You know. And then you breathe. So this time when you sit and start breathing, then this time you sit in solidarity with all sentient beings, not just the human beings, but non-human beings. Then you learn to concentrate, so, with the solidarity with the insentient beings, and with the solidarity with the insentient beings, you, you learn to concentrate and wake up your Buddha within. So that's the extent of your practice. At least when you come up with that that scheme, you know, that's also <coughs> presence of awakened heart. <coughs> Otherwise you just come and go wearing down. So when you bring yourself to temple, it has to be the awakened heart that brings you here. <clears throat> and when your body mind takes you home, it's again the presence of awakened heart out in the world you know, where you associate with the people. So that, has, that much should be clear. Does that make sense?
Yeah.